Today on the Champion Forum podcast, Jeff provides his thoughts on the hunter versus farmer sales strategy and things you should consider. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. back everyone to the champion forum podcast i am your host lem woodson i am also your biggest fan and i mean that and in the studio with me right now is none other than mr jeff hancher like jolly rancher but with an h how's it going jeff <laughs> it is good it is good that just never gets old it never it? you never. know it always brings a laugh and i'm even the creator and inventor of that and even when i say it i laugh so <laughs> hey listen if you're out there and you want a little catchy gimmicky thing i highly recommend it the whole uh jolly rancher but with an h has yeah. had some serious knowledge for me <laughs> over the years i love it i love it well so today we're going to be answering a message that you received because okay. we recently received a message from david who is a director of sales and this is what david asked mm -hmm. he said jeff i hope you're doing well thanks david that's start with that all the yeah. time jeff i hope you're doing well while traveling on the west coast i was listening to one of your podcasts he's a fan Love jeff it. you mentioned being in a think tank and one of the topics you mentioned was the role of a hunter versus farmer and the importance of both so I am a true believer that both are important. My current organization does not have a traditional commercial team. I was bought in to make changes, and I am getting pushback on why an organization needs both. Hmm. When I heard you mention the topic, I was wondering if you had a podcast dedicated to the topic that I could take a look at or at your show notes. Well, we do now, David. We do now. Um, that prompted us. That's uh, I remember talking about that. I think it was an intro, a little bit of small talk that uh, Lem and I were having, and I had talked about our executive mastermind is what it was, and how we just got done with a six-session series on uh, all things sales, and one of the things was hunters versus farmers. Who do you need? When do you need them? What's the difference? All of this. So, David, first off, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fan. And I appreciate the question. Uh, I don't talk a whole lot about sales strategies on the show, uh, but I'm getting more and more requests for it. So we may be uh, we may be doing that a little more often. I want I want to tackle this one, and this might be a little bit longer of an episode, but I think it'll be worthwhile for those of you that are having maybe some of the same challenges David's having. Maybe some of you are building sales organizations. Maybe some of you have them built and you're getting it wrong. Uh, we're never going to get it all right in a, uh, in a podcast episode, but I'm going to give you some things to be thinking about as you benchmark your current process. So Lem, thanks for the intro as always. Um, welcome back listeners as well. And again, David, thanks for the question. This, uh, this question regarding hunting and farming, it is one that I receive quite a bit from organizations that I'm currently working with. And uh, there's no uh, respecter of size of organization. Everybody uh, at some point is going to be challenged with this dynamic. And of course, the specific strategy that I would recommend would only come by a consulting uh, meeting with you, with your team to truly understand what is your specific dynamic. There's not a one size fits all. However, I do believe there's some general principles 
that can help you benchmark what you're currently doing and give you something to think about as you continue to build out your strategy. In sales, it's very important to match the personality to the role. This is critical. Uh, we, this is something you can't get wrong, especially when you're talking hunting and farming. So before deciding on final placements within your organization, you have to determine the unique set of skills that each of your team uh, members has. If you're looking outside to hire, uh, outside of the company, you, you may not know. So you got to do a little more navigating of that. And it's even more critical for an outside hire to ensure that you have the right people. This is going to demand that you have a rock solid hiring process. And this goes into a whole nother episode. But I do want to announce on this show today that we have brought on an HR director to our team to the Jeff Hancher Enterprises team, who is also going to specialize in creating hiring profiles and really driving better hiring decisions through predictive indexing, proper interviewing, and job descriptions. So if we can help you with that, let us know. Hunters and farmers, something very important to know is that they're very different roles, and it's critical to have the right person in the right seat. In sales, knowing the distinction between hunter and farmer can greatly impact your business. Hunters, these are the these are our salespeople who love to chase new leads and, and sales. They like the newness of everything. The farmer, they prefer to get more business out of their existing clients. They don't like uh, you know learning new people all over again and new buying motives and new business objectives and new personalities. They like to get the most out of existing portfolio of clients. There's always going to be debate as to which one is better the hunter or the farmer. And this ultimately depends on the type of product or service you're selling. So again, there's no one way that's right. I can break this down a little bit for you though to get you to think about it. Let's start with the hunter. Hunters are known as the doers. They they get their sales energy through hunting new opportunities. Hunters can be described as very independent. We would call them the lone wolf at times. They have tons of initiative. They're very solution-driven. They tend to focus on big deals and love going from one to the next as soon as they close their current prospect. They don't mind not having a great relationship and building this great rapport. Although that's important as a hunter, it's not nearly as important as it is as a farmer. So they like to hunt, kill, eat, and move on. Hunt, kill, eat, move on. They thrive in that environment. Hunters are very mission-focused. They're very numbers-driven. They're usually highly competitive, um, and they're usually driven by recognition. They're very persistent. They don't take no for an answer. Matter of fact, they see no as a buying sign as to, I need more information. Uh, Again, these are the lone wolf. They're independent. They like to see themselves as people who don't need a pack, or, or sometimes, quite frankly, they feel like they don't even need a leader to get the job completed. So that's a little bit about the hunter. The farmer, uh, in contrast to the hunter, farmers are more focused on the long-term relationships. Uh, they're the nurturers. Uh, they build relationships with leads and clients, and they're looking for lasting impact. They are team players that bring everyone else up and develop strong customer loyalty. They're very good at inter-office interaction and getting the right people doing the right things that is going to benefit the customer and drive loyalty. These farmers are results-focused. 
uh, but not just for them. They like to help the client achieve the results. They're very relational. They're very service oriented. They believe in excellence in service. Uh, they're disciplined. They like to collaborate. They like to get more people at the table. They like the team environment, picking out strengths, weaknesses. Who is the best team we can assemble to serve this customer the best way? And so what are some typical roles for sales uh, hunters versus farmers? If you have the ability to structure roles on the basis of employee skills after having the chance to train and get to know this team, consider putting hunters and farmers into roles that specifically take advantage of their unique skill sets. So at this point, you have determined, um, I've identified the hunters, I've identified the farmers, now we gotta give them task. Now we gotta make sure that they're in the right job description. Some sales roles where hunters are very likely to excel uh, would be field sales. They like to go out, uh, they like to knock on doors, they love the cold calling. Uh, business development management, they love to drive top-line revenue, new storefronts. That, these are the type of roles for them. Roles where farmers are likely to excel is account manager. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, you have already listened to my episode on account management. Go back to that for some account management best practices. Uh, I will tell you that farmers are also often very good as customer service representatives or what some people would call by definition an inside sales representative. These are some good roles. Obviously, specialized roles, they're much easier to accommodate in bigger organizations. So if, if you're a small business, take heart, uh, you're still not going to be left out. But Because on smaller teams, you can delegate responsibilities accordingly. The same people can have multiple roles, but they should play to what they're best at. They meaning again, know what your people are good at and get them working on the things that's going to bring them not only job satisfaction, but it's also going to bring the results. Now you may not have the luxury or the budget to create both a hunting department and a farming department. If that's you, it's going to be very critical that you create an incentive based compensation plan that's going to drive both new business and account management. And you're going to have to give way to these buckets based off of the needs of your organization. Again, there's not a, a one-size-fits-all. But you will need to determine, as I'm making this compensation plan, what does our business need? So be thinking about that as you drive that out. I will put the asterisks out there once again, though. Having a single person that's doing both new business and account management simultaneously is not an ideal scenario. So let's talk about the impact on your business. There's a lot of benefits to your business when this happens well. When you're attempting to determine the large-scale difference between hunters and farmers, eventually what you're going to ask yourself is, who is better, a hunter or a farmer? And the and, and look, I've been in heavy debate on this stuff over the years. The answer ultimately is irrelevant because for a company to truly succeed in sales, you're going to need both types of people on your team. Maybe right now you're just driving all top-line revenue, new customers coming in. And look, that's fantastic. Everybody applauds new business. 
But what you should be looking at as well is your customer retention, growth of existing accounts. Because you could argue that top line hunters, uh, they early on, short term, they can erode profit, right? Because you're paying out big commissions, all these other things. Account management, um, especially if you're a service-based industry, and you can increase the average account size with not a lot more uh, bandwidth of your company, now we are making a lot more profit. So it really depends on your model. What you want to do is create a rock star sales team by knowing your salespeople, knowing their strengths, knowing their weaknesses. We got to create a balance where both hunters and farmers are represented in proportion to how important new business or recurring revenue is in regards to what you're selling, your product, your type of service. Again, these are things that you're going to have to dissect and know before you start building out, finding the who and putting them in the where. Know that having hunters but no farmers, well, it's going to help you with rapid customer acquisition, but you're probably going to have trouble keeping up with your existing customers. Likewise, having farmers but no hunters, it's going to help you achieve a very loyal customer base, but you'll have a hard time expanding the company to new customers and opportunities. Some people will argue with me and say, Jeff, if I had to pick one or the other, I'm going to pick the farmer. Again, it's really going to be dependent on your business. But I would tell you, if you have low budget, one thing you're going to want to look at if you have multiple products and services and so forth is the average penetration of your accounts. If it's low, then I would tell you farmers is the way to go. Um, if it's extremely high, then I would tell you hunters is the way to go. But uh, give me a call and we can talk through that for your own business as well. There, there are some best case scenarios, and for some of you, this is going to sound like pie in the sky, but I think it's worth mentioning. The best possible situation for a sales team is a balanced number of hunters and farmers. Now, while this balance is entirely possible to achieve, it's not always realistic, especially on small sales teams. Small businesses, they're often forced to double up sales uh, you know, representatives' responsibility. You got a limited number of people, so a limited number of budget, all these things. But you should make every attempt to help salespeople specialize or take on specialized elements in their current role. There are big consequences for not introducing an element of a specialization. And some of those are missed opportunities, back to penetration of your existing customers. A competitive advantage is at stake. Customer retention is absolutely at stake, not to mention your, your, your own business goals and loss of potential sales, both new and recurring. So these are all things that we should be thinking about as we think hunter-farmer, as we think which ones do we need, as we think about do I have the right people doing the right job? I think I said it in account management episode. If you have a hunter in account management, you can do it, but it's like petting a cat backwards. The cat hates it. You hate it. Nobody's happy. Can it be done? Sure. Not ideal. If you put a, a true hunter in an account management role, you can almost set your watch by the turnover. Adversely, if you put a true account manager and push them out of your building, out into the deep open world of uh, commerce, they probably will be scared to death and not want to do it. And can you do it? You can do it, 
but it's probably going to be very short-lived. So in closing, I'll tell you this. There are many benefits of sales role specialization. Clearly defined roles and objectives is one of these things. Your team members feel secure in their role. They understand their goals. They know, there's this knowing whether someone is a hunter or a farmer is going to help with supervisors as well. As a leader, you're going to be able to create strategies to meet these objectives. It's not a hybrid approach. Hey, let me go teach this one person how to hunt, and then that same person how to account manage. They are very specific strategies that require specific skills. So a benefit is a clearly defined role and a clearly defined objective. Another benefit is expertise. Being able to become an expert and increase specialization, it means more closed sales. Your closing ratio will go through the roof. And this is relative to whether it's a hunter or a farmer. The more a salesperson executes a very specific action, the more they're going to become skilled in that area. If you're all in all the time on hunting, there's great skill sets. You're going to perfect an interest-creating statement to capture attention. You're going to get tremendous at overcoming objections to close sales and shorten the sales cycles. Adversely on account management, you're going to get really, really good at preparing quarterly business reviews, follow-up calls, presentations, discovery meetings to find out where we're at. We're checking the linkage. Where are the opportunities? Where are the pain points? Being a service-driven type person for them. So the more you do it, the more expert you become. The more expert you become, the more you can thrive in those uh, specific KPIs. May it be hunting. May it be account management. The other thing is equal attention to customer relations and customer acquisition. How can you argue that one is more important than the other? If I were to ask any leader out there, what's more important, customer relationships or getting new customers? It's really cyclical, isn't it? It's really based off of where you're at, but you're not going to find me a good business leader on planet Earth that could say neither are important. They're both critical. With the right sales personnel, it's easy to address the various needs of customers and identify sales issues. On that note, specialization is also going to make it easier to suggest points of improvement for the leader because now you know, now you have a playbook. Now you know how it's supposed to be done. You can easily identify how it's going wrong by seeing the wrong way being done because you have protocol. This is also great for onboarding new salespeople into your organization. You have specific playbooks created for these two very different dynamics. And depending on your level of knowledge, your budget, and where you are in your journey, you may be listening to this today and saying, Jeff, this is a daunting task. I don't know where to begin. Good news. We are here to help, including myself. We have a team of experts that are dedicated to assisting you from as little as a discovery call to completing hiring and implementation of the very programs that we're talking about. You don't have to go at this alone. Uh, we can do as little as giving you guidance to as much as taking over the steering wheel and driving the train. So we are here to help. If we can serve you in any way, make sure you email us at jeff at jeffhancher.com. And until next time, we wish you well in growing your top line. And never forget it, folks. You all have been set up 
to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.